Hey everyone, welcome to our Beautiful Suffering Podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today. I pray that you will remember you can find purpose in your pain. Check out today's episode. All right, we are going to be talking today about a very uncomfortable topic for many, um, but I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. We're talking about T-levels, talking about hormones. It's um, relative to uh, men and women. So that's what we're talking about today. Let me see if I can get this talk in under 20 minutes. But let's go ahead and jump into this. I am so excited to share this thought and this uh, conversation. Um, But before I do, just want to go ahead and once again, thank you all for joining the community. Um, I have a few new people that join our community. So don't forget to show some love to people in our community. Some of you may or may not know each other, but the purpose of this is not just to connect to me, but even to connect to each other. But I'm talking about something very, very, very taboo. And I wanted to also create this space to be able to unpack some taboo topics, things that make people uncomfortable. And it's not to be controversial. It's just the thing is, is that though it might be an uncomfortable topic or a taboo topic, it doesn't mean that people are not dealing with it. Because we find sometimes that people are dealing with things that they don't feel comfortable sharing with anybody or they feel like they're going through it by themselves. Remember, this is beautiful suffering. Beautiful suffering is the whole idea of how can uh, the sufferings that we experience in life, how can good come from the sufferings that we experience in life? Or I should say, how can beautiful things come out of the suffering that we experience in life? From the book, Beautiful Suffering, Finding Purpose in Your Pain. So I'm going to go ahead and get started here and we're going to get started. So go ahead and jump on in. We're going to make this um, um, live and personal. All right. What I want to share about is if you saw the the memo, you saw the copy I sent out, um, it said uh, T levels. So we're talking about hormones. Every person has hormones and I'm not a doctor. So disclaimer here, this is not um, um, professional health advice. Um, If you have professional questions pertaining to your health and your hormones, Please see a, a professional phys- physician, um, your your medical doctor or your primary family doctor. So this is not replacing that or even posing as that because I do not have that as a degree. Now I'm just sharing my life experience um, pertaining to this idea of hormones. But simply put, there's some there's tons of hormones, but the main ones that a lot of people know about are hormone are, are testosterone and estrogen. But there's so many other hormones within our bodies, and generally speaking. We know testosterone to be stereotypical or or, or um, to be linked to things like um, hair growth and muscle um, building and um, energy, um, bone mass. Like this is kind of like generally what testosterone is linked with um, and estrogen are some of those other hormones. And of course, in testosterone, people talk about this idea of libido, which has to do with sex drive and whatnot. But one of the misconceptions that we find is that people mistakenly think that testosterone um, are only levels are only in men, but women have testosterone as well. On a later uh, talk, I love for my wife to even share a little bit about her journey with PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome and what are the challenges of that, because I think a lot of people can benefit from that as well. So, Deb, whenever you're ready, I want you to jump on here and share that at a, at a later point. Um, but men and women have um, hormones, hormones, men and women have testosterone, men and women have estrogen. There's different levels. Um, but I want to rewind you back to the year 2019, which has been one of the hardest, was one of the hardest physical years of my life. And I shared it in the previous video, um, where I mentioned, excuse me. Yep. Where I mentioned here that, um, one of the things that I experienced was actually low testosterone levels. Uh, I, didn't know why. I don't know if it's the food I'm eating. I don't know if it's because I'm not sleeping. 
And when I first found out what my actual T levels were, those of you who've ever experienced hormone imbalances, it's very, it's a very weird thing. It almost makes you feel like something's wrong with you or you're not like normal like everybody else. And I remember even in that time looking at everybody and saying, man, I bet you their hormonal levels are perfect. And before I even go into it some more, I do think we need to talk about this because it's a very traumatic experience when people begin to experience things like hormonal changes and hormonal imbalances. You see this sometimes when women deal with menopause, uh, men, I'm telling you, this whole topic is so taboo, but I just think we need to talk about it some more to help normalize when some of these types of things happen to remove that traumatic experience that people may have or that embarrassment or that shame. So anyway, so now I jumped into this. Yo, thank you all for jumping in uh, and tuning in. So anyway, so I saw my levels, man. I'm not going to even lie to you. My wife was there with me um, and she's even I'm listening now. I was embarrassed. I was very embarrassed because they were like, hey, the T levels you have are like equivalent to somebody who's in their 60s <laughs> or 70s. And I, I was embarrassed. I was very embarrassed. I felt less of a man. I felt like, man, is this going to affect my performance? Is it going to affect my 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 energy? Is it going to affect my muscle mass? Will it hinder me from being able to build muscle, from being able to lose weight? Like, I was very embarrassed, man. And so, so much so, I didn't want to talk about it. You know, like it's three years later, and I'm now talking about it. And the reason being is because if you go live and start sharing about low T levels, you fit, you run the risk of people looking at you like, oh, look, at him, he's not... He's not really manly, or I bet you he's not taking care of his wife. And there's all these stereotypes or misconceptions that some people might be able to um, assume. But or there might be other people who are experiencing the same thing and don't know how to talk about it. So, man, I, I remember just really struggling and not really knowing what to do. Like, do I do more exercise? Do I consider testosterone replacements? Um, do I need to go on a diet to cut certain things? Is it stress? I was just, man, I mean, it got so bad to the point where like there's times where and still to this day, there's times where I have these energy crashes where I'm just done. Like, I don't want to do anything and I'm just done for the day. And the only thing I can do is just find my bed and go to sleep and rest. And one thing I found just to kind of take a little bit of a tangent, there are these things in life that God allows us to experience to kind of remind us of our limitations and remind us of the fact that we are not um, self, uh, um, um, we are not superheroes. We are not, um, you know, uh, without limits pretty much. And sometimes these things serve as indicators to remind us that we're human. We can't just keep going and going and going. So I'm realizing sometimes with some of the, with something, especially like some of the symptoms I experienced dealing with low T levels, it's that, it's that reminder that I wonder if the level of performance that I'm operating at is even healthy. Because sometimes we get used to unhealthy performance levels in life, thinking that it's okay because we think we can handle it, not realizing over time we will crash and burn and we will burn out. So I <laughs> I honestly, man, it, the, the, the labs became almost like a scoreboard for me. And many men I know um, view anything as a scoreboard. So I'm like, man, okay, let me, let me work out some more. Let me work out hard. And let me go ahead and check out the scoreboard again. Almost like you're checking your weight. And this whole idea of like looking at your, um, weight will tend to maybe then motivate you to do this or not do this. And it, it, it was just crazy. Then I actually began to realize that I wasn't the only one. There were some other people who I known that was actually dealing with the same thing, which made me feel human. But I'm just like, man, I'm not 60 or 70. Like then what's the deal? Then like, 
I I began to realize that I I needed to actually challenge um just some perceptions or even just some um some myths or even some um some things that we would define as manhood and masculinity. And I want to just say that because it's very important for us to understand this. Our sense of worth, our sense of confidence, our sense of identity, which I'm going to touch on a little bit more later, it's not linked to our hormones. You might be out there, you might be dealing with all kinds of hormonal imbalances, and you might be in a stage of maybe um, whether you're a man or a woman dealing with some challenges pertaining to that. And I just want to let you know that your identity, your self-worth is not um, contingent upon your hormonal levels. And I think we get this, uh, if we don't get this right sometimes, what happens then is that we go searching for a sense of worth in um, labs. Your worth is not in your labs. And I had to learn that the hard way because I'd look at my my T levels and at one point then cholesterol was going high at one point and then, then lower. Then, then I was checking all these things, vitamin D levels. It's just all these things. You see your labs and you go, man, I'm a terrible person and I'm not good. I'm not I'm not valuable. I don't carry any worth because of my labs. Granted, let me say this. A bad labs because of bad health is not an excuse not to do well and not actually eat differently and live better and make better decisions. That's not the point I'm making here. But the point is, is that there are some times in life where we experience levels that are not to our liking and it's not our fault. You might be watching right now, or you might be re-watching right now, or you might be listening, or you might be listening to this at a, listen, listening to this at a later point. You need to know that it's not your fault. Yes, some people are, you know, eating chicken wings and grease at late at night and their cholesterol levels are going crazy, or they're just always having dessert and their um their sugar levels is looking un un unright or are unhealthy or their sugar levels are not where it needs to be. All kinds of things. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but the point is that I know tons of people who are diabetic, who experience high blood pressure, who experience some of these issues or these challenges in their health. And it's not anything that they're doing wrong. And it might be you right now. There's nothing wrong with you. Yes, the labs and the levels would be bettered by this or certain statistics would say by your age, you should be here or whatever. But I just want to just help you to understand that there is life beyond your labs, lab results. There is life uh, beyond your levels. There's life beyond your T levels. There's life beyond your estrogen levels. There's life beyond the hormonal challenges that you experience. And I just want to let you know that like, yes, we are living and at some point we will die because we're not invincible. So there's things in our bodies that may happen sooner than, than it needs to or later than it needs to. But I just want to help you to know I want to encourage you, being somebody who experiences these levels that I hate sometimes, and it's just these energy crashes and sometimes taking forever to try to build muscle or sometimes taking forever uh, to burn fat and sometimes, you know, having some challenges that have to do with um, testosterone levels. But listen, God is good and I trust him. These T levels is not going to hinder me from being who God has called me to be. There might be some challenges sometimes. There might be some limitations sometimes. But listen, surround yourself with community, with people who can who you can lean on when you're having good days and people you can lean on when you're having bad days, when you're having some low points, people you can just be transparent with and say, man, today is not easy. 
And those of you who might be, maybe, and at a later at a later point, I would love to have someone jump on here who deal with who deals with things like um type one or type two diabetes, and it's not you or your fault or nothing you've eaten, and you just have that as a condition. Listen, if you are a type one or type two diabetic, there is still hope in life for you. Your life is not over. Um, your future is not over. God still has a plan for you. Matter of fact, scripture says, for I know, this is God speaking, for I know the plans I have for you, he says in Jeremiah 29, um, 11, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. You still have a hope and a future with health issues and challenges and maybe things that are not as comfortable as you would like. You still have a hope and a future. And I want to let you know that. And I got to remind myself every single day, though my T levels at times, is most of the time is not where I prefer for it to be at this point in my life. God is still good and he's seated on his throne and he still has a plan for my life. What it does is then teaches me how to teaches me to have to draw strength from a different source. So it reminds me that any strength that I that, that any, anything I can try to put out or do is not in my own strength. Guess then it reminds me I can't take the credit for it. So if I'm writing songs or writing books or posting content and I'm having the strength for it to do so, you know that what I do, I actually then thank God for strength because I know that the strength that I'm experiencing is coming from him. It's not coming from my hormones. Clearly <laughs> it's not coming from these things. Clearly God is the one giving me strength. And yes, what I've learned just from a practical standpoint, for me to be at my best, I need to be resting and rest and sleep are not the same thing because you can sleep a lot and not, you can sleep a lot and not experience good rest. Rest from my rest in my mind, rest in my emotions. I be honest, in this season, it's been a little challenging to rest because I'm in the middle of birthing uh content and birthing just this dream that God has placed in my heart to see come to life. Um, but rest when I'm rested, I'm I'm well. When I'm waking up in the morning and spending time with the Lord, having time of uh, a time of solitude, having a time of practicing the presence of God outside of performing when I'm when I'm when I'm meditating on his word and letting his word take shape in my heart when I am spending time with my wife we have our weekly date nights um when when I am eating well when I'm doing some of these things I am well I'm okay and God gives me strength to keep pushing and enduring for the sake of his name yes I I don't have any underlying issues. We've done all kinds of different tests and some of you may have experienced different tests and they can't find an underlying issue. But nonetheless, be encouraged. Nonetheless, I know that God has great things in store for you and I know that he has great things in store for me and I'm gonna trust him in the midst of it. And what I wanted to write down here also, just I wanna speak into something. When when we give into society's definitions of manhood and womanhood, what happens is when we might feel like we're falling short of that standard and expectation, we then turn to impure actions, impure um, uh, activities or impure, uh, just impure things and practices, I should say. So what happens then as a man is if you're not feeling man enough because of your hormonal levels, you might then try to revert to some things like pornography or women. You might be might went, might uh, turn to some things that are just perverted, trying to see if you could fill that void of feeling like a woman or feeling like a man. And I just want to let you know that our identity is only found in Christ, only found in Christ. The way I know who I am, I have to know who God says I am. 
not what the labs tell me that I am. Now, labs help us to find our, our vital signs and know how to adjust or readjust. But the point is, is my identity is in Christ. Your identity is in Christ. I was talking to someone about this one time. For me, my relationship with God is not a tra- out, of, out of tradition and rituals and out of um, just for the sake of being religious, because we do have a lot of religious people out there. I have a relationship with God because he's real to me. I know that he's the only reason that I'm still here today. I know that he's the only reason I have strength today. It's not in myself. It's not in my own strength. I know that literally the reason why I'm existing right now and have the strength to keep going is because of God. And that makes my relationship with God real. Knowing who I am beyond my gifts and talents, knowing who I am beyond my my labs, knowing who I am beyond any title that I can have on this earth, knowing that I am loved by God gives me the fuel and strength and energy to keep pushing forward. So don't turn to impure things because you're trying to, to try to find a way to feel confident or to try to find a way to feel manly or feel like a woman or masculinity is not synonyms with T levels. Um, femininity is not is not synonymous with estrogen levels. Who you are is not you're you can't you don't find who you are based off of your lab results. You find who you are based off who God says you are. Your identity is not in your hormonal levels. So I would love to do another part two of this, but just for today, what I've wanted to share with you, just some of my journey as I'm enduring and persevering through some <laughs> uncomfortable, and unfavorable challenges pertaining to hormonal health, but I can still say that God is good and God is my strength and he's continuing to lead me and guide me into all that he has in store for me. Your, your hormones is not your identity. Your hormonal health is not your identity. Your identity is found in Christ and in Christ alone. Y'all take care. I'll see y'all soon. I was gone for a while, locked up, stuck in quarantine. I had a voice in my head saying, this is not the end of me.